Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show. We are now around 12 hours away from Dom going for his first ever Mm. attempt at surfing. This is a guy who legitimately has a vitamin D deficiency. He takes tablets because he never goes outside. Yeah, look, it's not for me, to be honest, Zach. Yeah. The, whole, the whole beach scenario isn't really my game. And surfing especially, because that combines being in the beach yeah. with physical exercise yeah. with needing coordination. It's yeah. the fatal three for me, those mm-hmm. ones. I can't do it. The big three. The big three. Um, for all these years I've been participating in Dom's hobbies, it's about time he returns the favour. We are yeah. going surfing this time. Uh, by this time tomorrow, it will be over, actually. Yeah. But before we get to it, Dom, yeah. you do have to pass a little bit of a test so mm. that you're not a total embarrassment. And can I just say, it is a real shame that Australia's Funniest Home Videos isn't on Channel 9 anymore, that yeah. they've axed that show, yeah. because it was a living certainty that the footage from tomorrow's surfing attempt would have made it on. Oh, uh, there's still Fail Army. What's the fuck's Fail Army? You know, just like Fail videos on oh, YouTube. That's true. Well, I'm just hearing it with the Funniest Home Videos voiceover that they do. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I might get on the surfboard. <laughs> and then it would be me getting on and falling over and they put the voice on it. Anyway, it's a shame. Before we 11 o'clock tonight, though, Dom, we yep. are going to give you a test about some surfing lingo. Okay, I think right. you need to pass that because yep. if you can't pass as a surfer just on the beach, you're never going to pass as a surfer in the water. Right. Across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, there is a pet psychic in the US, Zach, in New York, uh, who says that for a fee of around about $100, she can tell you whatever your pet, alive or dead, yeah. is thinking. There is one major hitch. What's that? She is allergic to animals. That's um, the, Wait, there's one hitch in well, the psychic <laughs> who can communicate with animals? Uh, well, this, is, this story's been going around today that she basically has been running a business for 15 years now, made millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Really? Well, I'm, 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 I'm estimating if she gets $100 per half hour session. <laughs> well, and I reckon there'd be some famous people <laughs> who pay for a bit to get a private yeah, Okay, she's probably done three sessions. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, so apparently, uh, yeah, what, what she, she does is she does it over the phone. Because of this allergy uh, to animals, she says, call up and I can tell you what your pet, alive or dead, is thinking. Mm. Now That way I can get your money <laughs> and be 100 kilometres away. <laughs> well, that's it. On rather than number. having to get out of your house <laughs> with the check. But And look, if you're listening to this thinking, I'd love to have a pet psychic for my pet. But yeah. unfortunately, you know, I don't have a dog. She probably just does dogs. Not true. Her website also lists, uh, lists that she does horses, wolves, elephants, and snakes. Okay. So, you're wondering what it's, your it's, snake's thinking. Yeah, it's quite easy though, isn't it? Food. What do you mean? <laughs> Food okay, and well, mating, that's what oh, animals think about. Holy crap, you've got a gift. <laughs> Give me an animal. <laughs> okay, my pet Bobby, can you tell me what Bobby's thinking? Hungry. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Zach, you're in the wrong industry. You've missed your call. Uh, I'm also <laughs> allergic to animals, though. So well, that, that's, that's a issue. problem. It, look, it has opened up the, the area of people, though, who have a glaring issue getting in the way of them doing their job. Yeah. In, so I wonder, when, yeah. when, when did the allergy develop? Because you think if you're allergic to animals, mm. you wouldn't go into that field. Well, that's it. I mean, was it the first time she was sitting next to a dog, you know, rubbing her hands over the crystal ball, yeah. that she just started sneezing? And sneezing doesn't seem mystical. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Sneezing would ruin the allure of a, of a psychic session, I reckon. Yeah. If they just let out a sneeze. Yeah. I want to open it up there. 131060, what makes you bad at your job? What is it about you that makes your job particularly hard? Like this this pet psychic who is allergic to animals. Because yeah. I imagine there's people like this. Maybe you're a, a vegan, but you work at a place that serves 
you know, animal products. Uh, maybe you're a pilot who has a fear of heights. Maybe there's something about what you are, who you are, that makes you particularly bad at are your job. Are there any nurses yeah. who are freaked out by gore? Well, that is it. I, I don't think that really works, does it? Well, it would be pretty hard if you couldn't deal with blood. Actually, yeah. I think a friend of mine uh, briefly did nursing. Yeah. And when, when she was going into nursing, we all said, are you sure about this job? You, you don't, you, you're pretty bad with blood. You faint when there's blood. And she said, yeah, but I think I'll be okay. She lasted one semester yep. in the nursing degree. I uh, fainted three times, I think, in the one semester. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of jobs you couldn't do, Dom, because what of you your mean? allergies. What am I allergies? Well, you couldn't be a baker because well, you're true. celiac. I'd have you to wear You couldn't a be mask. a dairy farmer because you're lactose intolerant. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot. Really, uh, there's so many career options. Also, your work down. ethic would stop you from doing that. <laughs> that's that's a different story. Yeah. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> What is it that makes you bad at your job? What is it about you that makes your job particularly hard? Uh, we have Neve in Sydney. Uh, what makes you not well suited for your job? I hate blood. I've always hated blood. I fainted when I donated blood at the Red Cross and they pricked my finger. Yeah. But I work as a burns nurse. Oh, no. So you come across <laughs> blood very often? Yeah, every day. Every day. And you're okay Everyone... with it at work now? I think when you're at work, it's different and yeah. you can sort of can't mentalize whatever that word is. You can mm. put it away and yeah. work. Yeah. But no, as, when I come home and someone pricks their finger or grazes their knee, I can't look at it too much. Oh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, because you'd think that if you had a nurse friend or in yeah. a family, that would be the person you'd call yes, for that sort of 100%. thing. 100%. I, I, I mean, honestly, I get nervous enough around needles and blood. I want the nurses and doctors to be able to handle it because I can't handle this. You don't like blood? Not at all. Uh, Sarah is in Melbourne. What makes you not well suited to your job? Um, I worked at Coles Deli for five years yeah. and... I'm Muslim, so I can't eat any meat that comes from any pig. Oh wow! So we, yeah, were you allowed to? Are you allowed to touch the meat? I'm allowed to touch it, but I'm not allowed to eat it. Okay, oh, that I can imagine that's tricky. That would come up a few times in the job. Yeah, especially yeah, with the sure. t- team lunches. I yeah, <laughs> and like customers would always ask, you know, which ham do you recommend, or <laughs> what kind of taste does this one have? Uh, can't really tell you. Sorry. That's yeah. when you just say, Sarah, just say the most expensive one. <laughs> and that way your boss will be really happy. Yeah, that's, that's a life hack. That's well done. Uh, we have Gladys on 131060. What makes you not well suited to your job? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, hi. Um, yeah, I'm trying, training to be a physio, mm-hmm. um, but I am the least active person. I barely exercise. Oh. I'm quite happily overweight. <laughs> Are you are you interested in the area that you're studying? Yes, um, I like the theory and I like right people getting healthy, but I yes. just can't do it for myself. Yep. Yeah, okay. I guess theory and application are two different elements, aren't they? Well, in in a way, I did once have a dietitian appointment, and when I went in, they had a fast food bag on the on their desk, and were they quickly taking it off? Yeah, they, were to, they were trying to trying to hide it and shove it in the bin. <laughs> but and they're I not just, necessarily saying. Yeah, they're saying I have the information. That's true. They're not necessarily saying I'm following the information. <laughs> Jack on thirteen ten sixty. Uh, what makes you not well suited to your job? It's not me, it's actually our apprentice. He's an apprentice refrigeration mechanic. Yeah. And he's allergic to copper. So how much so copper is in a fridge, Jack? Oh, all of it, mate. All <laughs> so, of it. What hang on a second, what does he do then? Does he just have to deal with the reaction? Well, yeah, so some days when, when he runs out of gloves he does have to 
deal with the reaction. <laughs> His hands crack and they, they go so green. He looks like the Grinch. Yeah, oh, wow. being an apprentice, Jack, and yeah. having a, you know, a little bit of an understanding of work sites, when you say he runs out of gloves, they're not uh, hidden from him every now and then, would they? <laughs> oh, what, what, what do you mean every, every now and then? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. There has been a betrayal in our team. There this radio been. show has been cheated on. Yeah. I'll invite producer Michael to come in. Yeah. He doesn't know what's happening here, but Michael... He looks bewildered. Last night, mm. we did get some information. Yeah. It's come to our attention that our producer, Michael, the producer yep. of the Collective Noun late night show... Yeah. Has been on other radio shows. Now, Michael, I'm just going to give you an initial chance to plead guilty or not guilty. I'm so guilty. Yeah. Yes, he is guilty. Are. We have the audio. Yep. This is Good. what was heard on the Triple M network last night with Luke Boner. Now, Michael, good day. Look, here's what I was thinking about, and I thought you might have some thoughts on this. Okay. I want to talk quickly about One Midnight Oil song. I feel like the ending of The Power and the Passion, you know, it's the part where the trumpets come in. I feel like that part is a classic Aussie song that doesn't get talked about enough. Wow. Michael, you are not only talking on other shows, but I'm beginning to wonder if you like hits and old school at all. I mean, you're you're talking about Midnight Oil songs. Midnight Oil? You're going... You're going and talking on Triple M about classic rock. Who are you? What are you doing? I was, I was scrolling through the playlists and I didn't yeah. see one on our station. Didn't yes. see one Midnight Oil song scheduled at all. Yeah. And that's... so what? You thought you had to go to Triple M to talk about it? Well, I'd like to also point out that not only was it a different radio station, it was at the same time that we were on. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. We're I, know. Of this. I know. I so, know. Yeah. You're out there. <laughs> you're meant to be listening to our show and you're calling other radio now, stations. I don't know if you have just a dial out there where you switch between the stations while we're on. Bit of ABC overnights. Do you do that? How many how many shows have you cheated on us with? That's what I want to know. You don't want to know how many. Right. You have to understand, Michael, yeah. that when our own producer isn't listening to the show, it's not it good. doesn't bode very well it really for doesn't, our credibility. Right? Because because the thing is, Michael, every night Zach and I have a chat here and we say, well, at least we know we've got one listener. Yeah. And that's you. Right? <laughs> things, now, th- yeah. Things, now we know we're at zero. Things possibly. got much worse as well because if it was mm. just... It was just you guys mucking around, having a bit of a chat about your favourite songs. I mean, I know that doesn't mean anything. Hmm. I know, you know, everyone makes mistakes. Hmm. We could probably forgive that. Then I heard this. This is for you, Michael. Okay, see you, buddy. Thanks so much, mate. That's what we're here for. He played you a song request. (laughs) The ultimate betrayal in the radio industry. This is... You got a song request yeah. from another radio announcer. Yeah, it's it's seconds away from having a shout out. I mean, I, I I'm just, I just want to know it meant nothing. That's my first question, and mm. secondly, that it'll never happen again. Well, will you do? Will you guys do the same thing for me? Will you play my heavy metal requests? Yeah. Well, you well know I mean, happening. what you're hearing is yeah. we have had our problems. Yeah. The relationship has been rocky, but I don't think you need to lash out, Michael. I don't. He think... gives me something that you guys can't give me. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Midnight oil will never give you midnight oil. <laughs> we you said are, that from the start. We made that very clear. If you want Ed Sheeran, as much as you want, as much as you want of Ed, as Ed, much. Ed, Ed just... No, do not pay out Ed Sheeran. You're on the hit network oh, here. nothing against Ed Sheeran, but okay. just he doesn't feel the hole inside right, me well, that midnight oil does. Michael, you get yeah, out of you here. Get you out get out, out of here. You now, go call Luke Boner yeah, no, and tell no. him what you've done. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, I want to get a hold of Michael's phone and go through his call list. Yeah. I just want to make sure he hasn't been calling Nova on the side. Yeah. Calling any we other station, we can't trust a thing. The other night he, he was said on the he's phone. Committed. He said it was Uber Eats on the phone. It probably wasn't Uber Eats. 
It's probably the, another competitor. ABC Overnight. That's he's what probably I'm entering their quiz. Oh, he's probably... If you're on the bloody quiz, if you win the 25% off voucher to the RSL on the quiz, <laughs> I will be so filthy, Michael. We need to take a minute and cool down here. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Facebook Marketplace. Price is right. This is where, Dom, you have to guess the going prices of things on Facebook Marketplace, Facebook's version of Gumtree or eBay, people yeah. selling second-hand goods. Yeah, it's a, it's the game that you always tell me. If I can get three within a dollar, all three within a dollar, you'll buy them for me. We're doing it for six months, and I don't think I've gotten close yet. But maybe this is the time. Our first item, and this uh, our theme this week is mm. signage. Oh, okay, that's exciting. Our first one is a blockbuster... Now open sandwich board sign that you put out on the pavement (laughs) of the old video rental store. Okay, right. Now, obviously, Blockbuster wouldn't have much need for these anymore. Especially not the now open ones. (laughs) I mean, they might need the shut down ones. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Okay, so I thought this might have been a bigger sign, but this is just one of the small A-frame ones. Yeah, you're the ones that they pack up at the end of the day. Okay. Oh, jeez. I reckon because it's kind of gone into the stage where it's almost memorabilia now. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's almost like Blockbuster is a relic, and yeah. that could belong in a museum. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I reckon they're charging 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Yeah. I thought you were building up to a big number. Uh, no, both would have been wrong. Okay. $10. $10, damn. That's pretty okay. good. Don't That's you not bad. I mean, if you want to open a Blockbuster, now's the time to get on. Well, what you could do, though, is buy that side. Yep. Go into a Blockbuster that's closing down, yep. buy all their VHS, set them up in your garage, that's put the true. sign out on the footpath, <laughs> yep. open yeah. your own Blockbuster. Uh, we don't advise that anyone follows that business advice. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make you much money, oh, but go okay. for it if you want. Uh, our <laughs> next item yep. is a KC sign. KC. Oh, you might know it as a KFC sign, but it's only <laughs> two out of the three letters. These are the letters that would be on top of a KFC store. The F is not for sale. It's just the wow. K and the C. Well, what can you do with that? I don't know. That's a ret- that's completely pointless. So how big are we talking? Pretty big. Letters? I don't know how big they are. They look pretty big. They're on top of the... You know, the ones that are on so top of like, the store, they like light hu- up. Man-sized almost. Human-sized, mm, these ones. Probably like... I don't know, 80 centimetres tall. Okay, I'm so intrigued what happened to the air. I know, so am I. <laughs> that, that intrigues the hell out of me. Because um, surely you'd <laughs> only sell them as a set. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Unless the idea is they'll sell you two of them, and then they'll offer the third for an exorbitant oh, price. Yeah, that's not Do you bad. know what I mean? Okay, well, I reckon for those two letters, because hmm. if those are your initials, KC or something, or True. CK, then that'd be that'd be worth a lot to you. 100 bucks. 240 Okay, that's a bit steep. You reckon? If you're not getting the full set, $240 is ridiculous. Also, are those stolen? Because <laughs> I can't you know, imagine. There's no details on that on any of these. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're allowed to have them or not. I'm, I, for, I'm going hmm. to assume that everybody got these signs okay. legally. Well, if you are a KFC or you work at a KFC store that is missing your K and your C, I imagine what happened is these stores were yeah. got knocked down. Something like that. Yeah. Sure. Our last item is a McDonald's Golden Arches sign. Now, oh, this is a big one. Boy. I reckon yep. 1.8 metres tall. Good Lord. So is, is this the sort of thing that you'd often see, like the, the size of the thing they put on a long pole that would be up on the freeway, you'd see it driving past? Yeah, but you know how those usually have backs behind them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this one doesn't have a back. It's just the wow. big M, which I imagine would have been the start of the small white McDonald's on the end. Do you know what I mean? I'm with you, I'm with you. You know what I'm talking about? All right, well, they're going to want a steep price here because that's that's an amazing thing. What an attraction that would be for your front lawn, Mm -hmm. can I just say? Again? Yeah. 
put a barbecue in your garage. Yeah. <laughs> put the golden arches up. That's it. Sell a few homemade McMuffins. Uh, <laughs> again, we don't advise that anybody goes down that path. Uh, I'm going to say $500. Fifteen hundred. Oh, I mean, it's a steep price, but when you you get what you pay for in this world, do you know what I mean? Yep. When you want something that premium, you got to steep up the price, don't you? Which one of those items would you much want? The K and the C, the McDonald's, or the Blockbuster? Well, I'm wondering, Zach, if you could get the K and the C and the McDonald's M, yep. put the M in the middle, and start a new business called KMC. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Because you got the signage. McDonald's chicken. Well, I don't. I don't have any more details. <laughs> We can work the details out later. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tomorrow, Dom is going surfing for the very first time. This is quite a big deal because he does have a vitamin D deficiency. Yep. He has to take tablets because he never goes outside. This is quite a big step for you, Dom. Well, more importantly, on the surfing front, I had to give up boogie boarding um, some years ago because I, I wasn't balanced enough to do boogie boarding. Really? Yeah. I, I couldn't boogie board anymore, right? Because my coordination was what all was over happening? the shop. Uh, I was just kept falling off the boogie board, yeah. right? And so my concern is surfing requires a whole nother level of balance and coordination. Here's the story. Dom wants to do a Christmas radio show. I said, I'll only be on board with your hobby. Yes. If you come on board with my hobby. So tomorrow Dom's trying surfing. I don't want you to be a total embarrassment to the community, Dom. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we'd do a little bit of a language test first so okay. that you can fit in at the beach at least. Mm. if you don't fit in in the waves. It's an interesting point, actually, because obviously the surfing subculture, I mean, the surfer dude is known as one of the coolest and niches that exist in the world, yeah. right? Okay, well, now, the first lesson is don't call anyone a surfer dude. <laughs> That's a good point. My concern is that I am not even remotely cool enough to hang out with surfers, but maybe well, you can help Well, you've got to learn the language. That's true. You've got to learn the language right, to fit that. in with the culture. So okay. I'm going to give you a few words, yeah. and I want you to have a guess sure. about what they mean. Okay, great. Okay, we're testing surfing slang. Our first word is grommet. We're just going to let everyone know what that means. Dom won't be able to hear the explanation. A grommet is a young surfer. Dom, what do you think grommet means? A grommet. Okay, I only know grommet from Wallace and Gromit. Mm -hmm. I know grommet in Wallace and Gromit was the dog. Mm -hmm. Is it being on the surfboard on all fours? (laughs) (laughs) Like a dog. Is that correct? No. (laughs) A grommet is a young yeah. or inexperienced surfer. Okay, you can see how I got there, though. Being on all fours, like grommet from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, but people yeah. don't do that in surfing. They stand up. Well, you know, just before you stand up, you're on all fours. That could be grommeting. I'm okay. grommeting. Okay. <laughs> Our next word is ripping. Let's let everyone know what this means. If you were ripping, it would mean you were going really good on a wave. Dom, if you were to describe a surfer as ripping, what would that mean? Well, ripping is just a synonym for great, isn't it? Like, that's a ripping a ripping yarn you've got there. Mm-hmm. A ripping day today. Is it something more specific than that? You're close. Um, ripping. I'll give yeah. you... I'll let you have that one, actually. Oh, it okay. is pretty close. But I mean, you're ripping up the wave. That's where it comes from. What does that so mean? So you're going well on the... You're, you're tearing it up. Yeah, great. Okay. You know, cool. You're doing a lot of turns. Right. Sure. Okay. Well, I've got that one down. I'm going to use that one tomorrow a lot. Yeah. So can you use the two in a sentence so far? Hey, guys, I'm just a grommet ripping it up. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to be in this community in no time. Just give me a fake tan and some curly locks and I'm set to go. Okay, our last one is dropping in. If someone drops in on you, it means they have stolen your wave. What does dropping in mean, Dom? (sighs) Okay, uh, dropping in. uh, Is that not terminology used in Fortnite as well, the game? Something Uh, similar to that? (laughs) 
Yeah, sure. I'm sure it's used in a lot of different things. I think that's the only time I've heard the phrase dropping in before. Yeah, so if someone drops in on you, what does that mean? If someone drops in on you, does that mean... Say, hey man, you dropped in on me. Is that like if a swimmer comes from through the wave that you're trying to surf and like runs into you? No. Like they knock you off your board? You dropped in on me. You're pretty close, actually. (laughs) Am I? It's another surfer stealing your wave. You shouldn't be. There shouldn't be swimmers where surfers are. Well, sometimes maybe maybe someone just has that happened to you. Uh, I have accidentally swum into a surfer before. Yeah. What? what what, Why were you in the same area? (laughs) You should have been in the flagged area. Uh, Well, I wanted to swim a bit further out. Shoot me. I can do what I like. Is this the day that you got rescued twice on the same day? (laughs) It was that day. Yes. The lifesavers were sick of me by the end of the day. But that doesn't matter. We don't need to go over that. The point is, I did pretty well on that test. You did actually surprisingly now, well. You got a, yeah. you got one and a half out of three. That's a pass mark. What I want you to do before we go tomorrow, I want you to buy me a shark tooth necklace, right? Because <laughs> because I imagine that's what all the surfers have to be cool and fit in. You, not, you guys don't know how much John talks about shark tooth necklaces <laughs> off the radio. He really wants one. And I can see in his eyes... He's trying to make a connection to why he's allowed to buy one. And I think he thinks this is his in. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Prize P-Bank. This radio show's on so late at night, we don't get any prizes to give away, so we have to win our own. We enter other people's competitions, mm. we take those winnings, and we pass them on to you. Unfortunately, up to this point, yep. we haven't won anything. Well, this segment used to come on the show every week. It has been a bit more sporadic lately. Well, because it's just so... It, it's so discouraging. It does get our spirits I think, down. I think we're almost up to 100. We're around 70 or 80 competitions we've entered. Yeah. We haven't won anything. So yeah, I'm close, it's, really. It, it, it's really a question of, like, should we continue? What, what, at what point do we stop when we haven't won anything? Well, I did want to give it one more spree at least, and that's what I've done today, Zach. I, I think we have 12. to enter at least 100. So yeah. what does that put us up to if you enter 12? I reckon about 80, 82 is what I'm saying. Okay, so we probably a few more to go. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll just run through these 12 that I've entered, and afterwards I'd like you to let me know which one you'd like the most. Yeah. Um, well, this right. is exciting because we still do have hope. So yep. once you hear these 12 things Dom has entered, yep. these could be yours. These could all be prizes coming out from the show. Uh, a Christmas knife set. Yep, exciting. Uh, that one was apparently worth $4,000. I don't know how knives are worth that much money. Maybe they're made out of a precious metal. Possibly. A Peppa Pig When I Grow Up prize pack. See, I always think we're in line for those because I'm like, surely they have a lot to give away, but yep. nothing yet. Nothing yet. Maybe this is the one. Uh, a set of this new toy, collectible plastic bananas. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't seen that toy around. It's apparently a craze. Uh, a family trip to CBeebies Land in the UK. BeBeebies Land. CBeebies, you know, CBeebies. No. It's like a kids' channel. How do you know about that? Uh, no comment. Um, <laughs> a a worm composting prize pack. I like that one. Yeah, well, you're not getting it. We're giving I, it away. I've been for thinking about making a worm farm, actually. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I well, might this, do that over the summer break. I'm pretty sure this competition gave you like ten thousand worms, and that's a lot of worms. They multiply pretty fast. Do they? Yeah. So if I got 10,000 worms, how soon until I'd have a million? I don't know. Okay. But you probably need a a fairly big area to get a million, I'd imagine. Tell me how big and I'll make it. (laughs) Why? Because you want a million worms. I don't know. A year's supply of bio oil. (laughs) Okay. I I think it's like a skin product. Okay. I'm not sure. Not like a... Not for your car. Yeah. Not an alternative to (laughs) petrol. Not not to my knowledge. Uh, A trampoline. That's good. I want one of them. Uh, It's a springless trampoline, so the safe ones. Do they bounce well? I would question yeah. if they bounce as well as the spring-loaded ones. good point. Ones. Not sure. I haven't bounced on one. But I'm happy to give it a go if anyone's got one. Get in touch. Maybe we'll have one soon. Uh, a pair of clogs for gardening work. 
What, there seems to be a garden theme here. Were you on a gardening no, website? No, there's just a lot of gardening giveaways right now. Yeah. Do you have a pair of clogs? No, shoes are fine. <laughs> okay. A gingerbread house kit. Yeah, that'd be up your alley. I'd love that. I had to... Uh... Do, they, do your gingerbread houses ever make it to the house stage? <laughs> Shut up. I imagine you'd be pretty tempted to eat the horse before they go up. <laughs> uh, a telescope for your phone. Oh, yeah. So what, you no. can take longer photos? No, like an actual telescope so you can take photos of space. Uh <laughs> I'm sceptical. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's what the product said it was. Uh, a bath mat. <laughs> if we give away a bath mat on the show, that's got to be a low point. Hey, Matt, we, we beggars cannot be choosers. That's true. We'll, we'll take, take anything. anything. And a deluxe photo session five hours long with Santa. Is Santa taking the photos? <laughs> well, normally, you know, you can get a deluxe family photo session, right? Or yeah. whatever. So they get a bunch of photos of you as a family. Yeah, once it's you've like, got the photo yeah. of you sitting on Santa's lap, mm. what are you going to do with the other four hours well, and 45 minutes? <laughs> no, this one, apparently they take you to a special location and do it's set up to 100 photos of you with Santa. And, so, and it's kind of like do a gangster one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With you and Santa. Do you one, know, he's crouching down uh, doing gang signs. Santa giving you a piggyback. Yep. I don't know. There's a whole lot of options. Mm-hmm. But it, it said it was worth you, $600. You probably do the Charlie. Angels, yeah, that's back not to back bad. with the guns. <laughs> I don't know who needs a five-hour photo session with Santa, but we might be giving it away soon. <laughs> so take note because all of those prizes, Zach, may well be given away on this very radio show in the next few weeks. Let's hope so. We <laughs> need like a prize chances. to give away. I like our chances. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Ed Sheeran is having a crazy schoolies week. It started off in Iceland and then went to Japan and then Fiji, New Zealand, Australia, Ghana, Liberia, uh, went to the UAE. For a day, and then finished in Italy. Also, Donald Trump doesn't want to eat kale ever again. No, we don't want to do that anymore. We don't want to do that anymore. That's not a good. That's not a good thing to do. And Pauline Hanson threatened to give her instructor an atomic wedgie during her karate exam. He wouldn't have survived that, and uh, that's what it's all about. And I was pleased with my efforts, and actually, that would have got me a pass. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, I killed a butterfly today, Dom. Oh, um, that's dark. Why would you do that? I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, <laughs> well, you didn't clarify that. It sounded like an execution. Have you heard? <laughs> yeah. Have you heard that people say about you know like wildlife photographers? Yeah, and they say don't get involved. Yeah, well, this is a big thing with David Attenborough's films, yes. isn't it? When he makes his nature yeah. documentaries, yeah. if he like sees you know a baby lion being mauled, yeah. he kind of can't get involved because his job is to document, yes, not, not that, that's fix. one of the rules of making yeah. documentaries. And I've yeah. never really understood why, but I think I've learnt why today. Okay. And it's because when humans get involved, you just make it worse. <laughs> okay. Well, firstly, you're not a nature documentary maker, so I don't know how. Oh, well, have you seen my Instagram stories? <laughs> I actually haven't looked today. What have you put up? No, I haven't put anything up today. But right. generally, yeah. I, what happened was it was raining today, right? And yep. a butterfly in my yard mm. got caught in the rain. So I went outside. Yep. I was just looking at the damage after the storm. Sure. And I saw this butterfly stuck in this puddle. Okay. And I know butterflies and water don't mix. Don't There's they? no underwater butterflies. Well, that's well, true. Well, think about but... how thin a butterfly's wings are, and then think about that in a storm. Aren't butterflies 99% water? <laughs> I think you're thinking of jellyfish. <laughs> no, maybe I am. I get my animals confused sometimes. What, jellyfish and butterflies? Yeah, I don't know. Jellyfish are the butterflies of the sea. Do you know what a butterfly is? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they so. look like a beautiful yeah. moth. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know that. They're the same as moths, aren't they? I don't know. I don't think so. Not exactly the same. I thought moths were like older butterflies, but never mind. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. It's like here. how a human might wrinkle. Yes, yeah. A butterflies lose their color and become gray. Yeah. Is that not right? Oh, so like hair goes gray. Yeah. Wings go gray. Butterfly moths go moths are all butterflies. Not correct. Though. Okay. Right. Uh, this butterfly was uh, in water, and I googled it, and yeah. that can be really bad. Right. Okay. Um, they can't fly, so what they need to do is they need to go out into the sun, and they can dry, and then they might get better. And right. so I thought, oh, I, right. I can actually help a butterfly So here. this is like a wildlife rescue. Yes. You could join, thought. You could join Bindi's and I, wildlife I love warriors. butterflies and I love bees. I try to encourage them into the yard. They're sure. pollinators. Yep. So I'm like, I went to, to grab it and I knocked it further into the water. <laughs> so, so you've drowned a butterfly. No, no. That, it no. wasn't dead yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So that wasn't enough for you to think maybe I should back out. What? While it was further into the water. Well, I thought, yeah. no, I've committed now. I've <laughs> okay. got to follow through with this. Right. So I, I picked it up and I put it out into the sun mm. and it, I, it started to work. Yeah. Because after about 10 minutes, it did start to move its wings a little bit. This is like the scene in the first Pokemon movie when mm. all the Pokemon cry yeah. and Ash starts coming back to life. I don't know that reference, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's a hell of a lot of people okay. who okay. get that reference. So the wings start to move a little bit. I yeah. do notice one of the wings is damaged, and I know I also knew that butterflies couldn't regrow <laughs> wings, and so I'm like, sure. this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, while I was trying to put in the sun, I did accidentally knock it off the hammock in which it was standing, oh, no. and I believe while picking it back up off the grass, back onto the sunny hammock, I may have damaged the wing a little bit more. Oh, Zach. Okay, well, well, th- this is actually becoming criminal. <laughs> this, this is crossing the line into a torture. So I thought, uh, no, I'm trying to help it. What do you yeah, mean? It, I found it in a puddle. Sure. Remember that. What did you do? And so then I was like, I looked up yeah. and I thought, I noticed the damaged wing and I looked up on Google and it said they can't grow on back. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. So what some people do, I mean, either I leave it outside to be attacked by a bird or what you can do is bring it indoors mm. and let it live its life out. Oh, it's an indoor butterfly. <laughs> it's an indoor butterfly. <laughs> have, you, have you got one of those inside butterflies or mm. outside butterflies? So that's what I did. I put it in the Tupperware container. I tried to make some sugary liquid oh, for no. it to drink. I was on the stove well, now top it, now. Now it thinks you're baking it. Can yeah, well, I just say? I, well, I, at this stage, I was putting more effort into saving it yeah. than I would to making my dinner usually. So <laughs> right, I'm, sure. I'm you know, trying to make this sugar solution. It would make no sense to someone who walked into your house at that moment. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. uh, the butterfly didn't make it. What happened? You boiled it alive. Okay. <laughs> Why would you think yeah. in the process of me preparing food for it, I would put the butterfly in the saucepan? Well, you're not doing good things so far. I don't know. It just, what, it just passed away on the bench. Uh, yeah, I believe it had too much water in the storm or <laughs> when I knocked it into the puddle. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, the cause of death isn't totally understood, uh, Yeah. but um, it actually... Mm. It took, that was about two and a half hours out of my day, that procedure. The yeah. further I went into it, the more committed I was to it. And uh, when is the service going to be held? I'd like to come and pay my respects. Okay. Well, we're going to have a service tomorrow. Yep. We're going to dig a little hole okay. um, <laughs> and say what we remember about the butterfly. I don't know if its family will want to see me though. <laughs> I think that could be a bit sensitive. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. 
That was absolutely drawful. Dom thinks he's an artist. Almost everyone disagrees, so we give him a test to try to prove himself. We have taken suggestions on Collective Noun's Instagram for things for Dom to try and draw. I haven't seen any of them. He will get tasked with one in just a couple of minutes. And if I am able to correctly identify what it is, I will admit that he is an artist. And can I just say to begin with, I did have to draw a unicorn a few weeks ago. I thought it was a beautiful drawing of a unicorn. It was stunning, really. You are still throwing shade in our group chat about it this afternoon. Yeah. You sent through a meme paying, basically paying my drawing out, likening it to something else very bad. And I just think you need to lay off. Mm-hmm. The critics sometimes go after the great artists, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think you need to realize you're in the presence of greatness. Have a bit of respect, please. Most of your photos are disturbing. What do you mean disturbing? They give you nightmares. Like when you draw faces, they just look off. It's okay, just like, my... what is wrong with that face? Uh, you know what? I have heard before that sometimes great art can be disturbing. Mm-hmm. It just unsettles your view of humanity. Yeah, well, in, in that case, yep. you're a great artist. <laughs> there we go. Great. All right. Well, producer Michael does okay. join us now. I'm going into the cone of silence. While Zach disappears, producer Michael is going to tell me what I'm drawing tonight. What do you got, Michael? Do you want to have something a bit in your wheelhouse, Dom? Oh, well, that's exciting. Uh, something I know. Something I know with experience. What do you got? Uh, this one's from Bree. She suggested drawing Michael Bublé coming out of his cave for Christmas. Or like the meme. Exactly. It's that great meme. Okay. The I meme, like but that. come to draw into life. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like the cave might throw Zach off, though. Because should I just draw Michael Bublé singing a Christmas song? Mm, that's not what Bree asked for. All right, okay. I'll draw the cave. Sounds I'll, good. I'll, I'll try to recreate the meme. Coming out of the cave for Christmas. I will try to draw the meme to memory, if I can. We'll welcome Zach back in now, as I have been given my challenge this week, Zach. How are you feeling, Dom? You confident? You think you well, got this one in the bag? if I can't do this one, it might be time for me to, to hang up the pen. This really is, uh, this, this is quintessentially me. This is something I should be able to do. So, what we'll do, we'll put three minutes on the clock here. I'm going to get my pen, and I'm going to get this paper ready. And in three minutes' time, my masterpiece. Are you ready to come to a gallery for an unveiling, an exhibition? If you do want to see the painting as soon as it's finished, head to Collective Noun's Instagram. We'll put a story up as soon as Dom finishes. Okay, let's put the time on the clock. I'm going to start drawing. We'll get to it after this. He's off! Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom has just tried to draw a suggestion Mm. from Instagram. That's what he's been doing in the last three minutes. He was yelling... About a minute ago, can someone get me some scissors? So I don't know what he has planned. Well, okay. The scissors was just because I I had only drawn on half the page, and I thought having blank space made the artwork look bad. I just needed to chop it in half. Um, Um, This week also, usually it takes you a few pieces of paper to get it right. How many have we gone through? First piece of paper. Oh, well, we've got just one sometimes, draft. Sometimes you get it on the first go. Sometimes you capture a scene on the first go. I'm going to go into the cone of silence, Dom. Remind yeah. everyone what you drew. So I have been challenged to draw the classic meme, Michael Bublé, coming out of his cave for Christmas that you've probably seen around. Uh, I do love Christmas. I do love Bublé, so I'm happy with how I've gone. Well, welcome Zach back in now. And uh, Zach, I am just about to unveil my latest masterpiece. Let's get the drum roll on. Uh, obviously, I'm, I think you'll figure this out instantly. Here we go. Throw it to me. Okay. Uh, um, I think you're getting this one. I can tell in your eyes uh, What I can see is a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. What I can see is, yep. an, again, another <laughs> human that... <laughs> Is disturbing in their proportions. <laughs> Look, the proportions of this particular human, maybe I got a bit wrong. Proportions are really hard to do well. Oh, uh, they have an acorn on their head. <laughs> it's not so I don't know if it's you like know a squirrel it's, no, human. You know it's not an acorn. Look at what else is in the picture, you idiot. 
Uh, the ocean. <laughs> there's there's a big thing Zach. on the side. He's like he's got waves like the ocean, okay. and then there's a large mm. black object that. Oh, it's almost like it's showing perspective of something that something is it a boulder, uh, or or is it something you could come out of? Like, well, you can't give me clues. I'm not giving you clues. Would you? Just, I, I believe <laughs> yeah. well, it is what's a, a man wearing an Akon hat yeah. visiting the North Pole. Okay. He's just come in on a giant inflatable black <laughs> rock across the ocean, and he's now visiting. Is uh, He's got a microphone. Is he a reporter oh, reporting on the North Pole? Zach's picked up on the microphone and the Christmas theme. You are so bloody close to get it. This is my best effort yet, can I just so say? So that's what I'm saying. A reporter yep. visiting the North Pole to report on Christmas news. They've come across on the ocean. None You're of those wrong. things are right? None of those things. No. The acorn hat? <laughs> no. It's not an acorn hat. It's a recreation of the famous meme, Michael Bublé coming out of his cave for Christmas. Okay. Do you see it now? Uh, so the it's not an ocean, it's a cave. It's a cave with a rock wall around it. And that's not a bloody acorn hat. You knew with the Christmas tree that that was a Santa hat. Don't that pretend look, you did. That doesn't look like anything like a Santa hat. Okay, anything well, like it. It I looks like an acorn hat. What's an acorn hat? I've never heard of such a thing. I don't know. That's what it looks like. I had three and a half minutes. Yeah. I don't have time. I just want to address something really quickly that will help you straight away. Yeah. Firstly, why are the shoulders different? One of them's at a right angle. The, the shoulders, like, yeah. this okay, isn't okay. difficult stuff. <laughs> like, just an outline of a human. Yeah. Why, is one, why is one shoulder a right angle? I, I panicked and I drew quickly. and then you, I had, It yeah. has a pointy shoulder. It doesn't well, make any sense. Because all you needed to know is it was a human. You didn't need to know that the, the proportions were one right. One other thing that will really help in the future. Sure. Why are the noses always triangles? What's, what humans yeah. are you looking at? <laughs> the nose is a triangular shape. I'm looking at your nose right now. Not straight on. No, it's a, it's a dead triangle. Yeah. Straight edges. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm trying to simplistically convey the message as soon as possible. Do you know they got stuck into Picasso for how he used shapes as well? So, yeah. you know, fair enough too. Uh, all right, well, you know, I'm claiming this one as a win this week. Because <laughs> <It's not, laughs> that's, oh, that's so bloody I, close. What? what uh, a news reporter visiting well, the North Pole to report you, you on got... working conditions. <laughs> Which is uh, certainly a Christmas movie plot I don't want to see anytime soon. No, you got the Christmas tree and you yeah. got a microphone. So yeah. we're getting really bloody close to you getting a full picture one It day. is closer than the unicorn <laughs> was, yes. Hang it up in the gallery. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Have you ever wondered why you maybe don't get a good review on Uber? Why the Uber driver gives you a bad passenger rating? Um, Zach, we think we might have cracked onto a bit of a secret code that Uber drivers are using. Last night we did have Daniel call up and give us this insight into his Uber driving. I've personally got my little rules. Yeah. People that touch the radio without asking, drop them down a star. Wow. They slam the door, drop them down a star. Wow. They leave rubbish in the car, drop them down a star. <laughs> that, Zach has come up with a bit of a song parody to that one already. I would <laughs> like that to put. I would like to put that grab to Snoop Dogg's "Drop It Like It's Hot," <laughs> yep. and look forward to that on tomorrow night's show. But right at the moment. <laughs> What we'd like to know on 131060, we'd like to hear from Uber drivers. What's your pet peeve? What Mm. are you dropping people down a star for? Well, because when you get in the car, I mean, I've never been in an Uber that has a list of rules laminated and stuck to the back seat. That'd be helpful, though. Yeah, because you don't know. You don't know mm. until afterwards that you've been given a bad rating. And then it's like, well, if I had known that, if I had known I wasn't meant to touch the radio, I wouldn't have done it. Maybe, Maybe if you don't start a conversation or if you talk about a particular topic. Uber drivers drop you down a star. You've been in trouble a few times, Dom. Last night you were talking about how you sit in the wrong seat behind the driver, and that makes people angry. Drop it down a star. Uh, You ate KFC in an Uber once. (laughs) Drop it down four stars. (laughs) 
<laughs> grease and sauce got everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But but this is like a really helpful public service announcement. We need Uber drivers to help us out here. Mm-hmm. So thirteen ten sixty. This is like a call out to the Uber drivers all over the country. What do you pe- what do you mark people down for? Yeah, what do the rest of us not know? What what are the the key offences that you've dropped people down? I think stars the for? obvious ones will be making mm. a mess. Like yeah. vomiting, for example. Well, obviously, that, you'd think that would get a zero star, right? Yeah. If, if there's vomit involved. Yeah. But maybe, like, are there some foods that you're okay with, but there's a certain food, if you bring that in, you're going to get a low rating. This is just, if we could have some sort of a framework, yeah. do you know what I mean? Some sort of guidelines about what is going to cost us stars. I think it would help everyone to keep a good Uber rating. 100%. Thirteen ten sixty Uber drivers of Australia, what are you dropping people down stars for? Give us a call. We have Maddie in Newcastle. Maddie, you're an Uber driver. What is it that uh, peeves you off with passengers? When everybody talks to me and they just get in the car and they just sit and look out the window. Oh, so what do you want? Do you want a full conversation, Maddie, or are you happy with just uh, a few pleasantries at the start? Oh, I think pleasantries are okay. I don't know how your night's going, what you've been up to. You know, I'm up. All night talking, waiting for you to give me some golf. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. That's so true because, I mean, I think people, they forget this is a human interaction. Have a chat. Yeah. Completely. Keep me awake. So, Maddie, can I ask then if we've got like a 30 minute trip together on Uber, right? For you're dropping me home. It's yeah. a 30 minute trip. Uh, how much of that 30 minutes do you expect me to fill with conversation to get a good rating? Oh, just every couple of minutes. Okay, like, right. Yeah, so a little, you know, another, another not comment. Like a, not like a full-on 30-minute conversation because mm. I probably took my head in. <laughs> okay. Well, so, well, then that's, that opens up something interesting, Manny, because that would suggest yeah. then that you can go the other line of the spectrum here. And if, I start, right. if I start having a DNM with you and I'm yeah. talking to you about, you know, the person I like or what I think about my job or whatever, and we go deep for 30 minutes, you might mark me down for that. Yeah. Probably. They have so much power. I know. But also, you know, like, other biggest thing, if I take you through drive through vacuum, please don't put your cheeseburger wrappers down my seat. Do people do that, Maddie? They do that. It's so annoying. How many stars will you get knocked down for that? I'll give you one. Wow. Wow. Okay. A one-star rating. That's the cardinal sin in Maddie's Uber. Can I ask, Maddie, you always have this radio station on at night when you're driving around? All the time. Yeah, great. Good call. Good on you, Maddie. We'll give Maddie a five star rating. We're giving for that. you five stars. Um, Muhammad on thirteen ten sixty. Uh, what costs people's stars in your Uber? Uh, there is like plenty of things, but especially I think like when people make a mess in your car, mm. you know, and we don't have like actually we don't have much time in between of one to the other customer, so we can't clean the car all mm. the time. Yeah, what, a bit of hassle for us. What's the worst mess someone has made in your car, Mohammed? Oh, vomiting. Yeah, vomiting. Yeah, okay. And what happens? Yeah. Is that a professional clean job? I mean, you have to call it a night, don't you? If that happens, you couldn't go pick up someone else. Yeah, like, but if someone is vomiting in your car, so you can't work uh, anymore because yeah, the other it's a, it's, a, it's a very bad smell for the other other customer then. Yeah, because well, no one wants to sit in vomit. So other, Yes, mm. so the other other customers, they can't understand. So then they give us a bad rating. Yes. You know? Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, so, so Mohammed, okay, if someone vomits in your car, is that an instant one-star rating? Uh, have to. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Someone's got to get four stars and they <laughs> well, vomited okay. in someone else's Zach, car. What if they're really polite, they're really lovely, they're charming, they make good conversation, 
but they just happen to have a spew. Vomiting and charming aren't yeah. usually used together. <laughs> They're charming up until the vomit. So I, what we're yeah. learning is yeah. no vomiting. Yeah. That should go without saying. Yeah, sure. okay. Don't hide cheeseburger wrappers <laughs> down the side of the car. Again, yeah. I would have thought that went without saying. <laughs> and a medium level of conversation. Yeah. So so if you if we if someone can write that down as the three commandments of Uber driving, mm-hmm. then what's going to happen is we'll only have five stars from here on out. Yeah. I think that's what we need to distribute. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom's surfing for Santa. Dom wants to do. A Christmas-themed radio show. Yeah. I said I'd only partake in his hobby, mm. being Christmas, if he agreed to partake in my hobby. And that's why tomorrow Dom and I are going surfing. Dom's going to do it in a Santa costume. Well, I thought if I'm going to spread the Christmas cheese, I might as well dress up on this occasion. Now, I've not surfed before. Not only have you not surfed before, you don't usually go outside. He no. does have a medically diagnosed vitamin D deficiency. You won't have to take your tablets tomorrow, Dom. You'll get it straight from the source. <laughs> now, uh, I did want to do it in a Santa costume just to stay true to myself. We did have an $8 cheap shop Santa costume lying around. We should mention that Dom is currently in the hallway, yes. so I can't see him at the moment. That's why I sound a little bit different. I am out here. I've just put the costume on. I'm about to give you the grand reveal of what I will be surfing in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to see this, Zach? Come on in, Dom. This is what I'll be hitting Full the waves of in. festive cheer. <laughs> Dom's come in <laughs> and he's $8. <laughs> it looks yeah. like it's a slight step up from paper. Uh, yeah, no, it's, that's not actually a bad uh, assessment. It might be a step down. It's very baggy. And there is uh, a problem. And well, it firstly, looks like it, it just looks like red and <laughs> white pajamas. Yep, That's sure. what I'm looking at. I can already see a rip in your pants. Yeah, when I was putting them on, I didn't uh, tug it hard, but there was a rip. Uh, I don't know if we'll need to get another costume or if I'll just brave it like this, but that is probably what we're working with. Also, did you, put it, did you try to put it on without taking your shoes off? I might have done, yeah. Yeah, that's what you did. Yeah, my bad. Uh, also, we're missing the beard, so I don't currently have a beard. No, that's all right. I think you can do it without a beard, but yep. it does look 100% like Christmas pajamas. Even the Christmas hat looks like one of those old, timey... Mm. <laughs> Uh, sleeping hats right, people okay. used to wear. Like a Christmas Carol-esque Ebenezer Scrooge. I will what say, are those hats called? Oh, is that sure. what a nightcap is? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I think that's an alcoholic I drink. know, but did it come from those hats? Maybe. Not sure. Uh, I will say what I am learning about being in this suit. It does not breathe well. It is mm. very uncomfortable to be in. The material, I don't know if it is something you'd normally suggest a human should wear. Mm. Um, it doesn't look like a material clothes are usually made uh, out of. It's I, very rigid. It's almost yes. like paper mache. I'm almost. I'm quite concerned about what might happen the moment this gets drenched in yeah. the water. <laughs> we are going to Dreamworld yes. to surf there. Yeah. Flow rider, the standing wave they have there. There's a chance they're going to say no. I'll bring backups in case. What I'm afraid of with you wearing a Santa suit while surfing yeah. is I already know you're working on excuses. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I imagine if you can't do it tomorrow, yeah. you're going to blame the Santa suit. <laughs> You've got me figured out. Exactly. Have you thought about that? That was my plan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say was something like even Kelly Slater would struggle in a surfing uh, a Santa suit. Yeah, that's, that's not what I was going to go with. You reckon he'd nail it? Yeah. I okay. would imagine maybe that has been a photo shoot he's done before. <laughs> Probably true. All right, well, tune in tomorrow night to hear how this does go and if they do let me go in in the Santa suit. All will be revealed. Until then, if you do want to hear tonight's show back, you can search for Collective Mount on iTunes and get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.